Good morning. This is Heidi Becker coming to you from the studio uptown. I made a bunch of recordings yesterday, but the more I listened to them, I'm like, I just, I don't like the way they sounded. So I'm sorry for the delay, Jill and Tracy, but I'm working on it. I love you guys for caring. Um, I'm walking around while I'm recording right now, turning the lights on. It's just such a beautiful day right now. This big snowflakes are coming down. Um, I worked so feverishly yesterday in my studio that sometimes when I come in, I'm like, oh yeah, like I forgot I did that, you know? So I'm doing a big series on paper. I'm looking at them right now. Um, you know, it's funny, like what a difference like, a day or two makes because this week was hard. I don't know why. I'm just like, I, I, if it's like seasonal affective disorder or what, like the kids are really um, giving us a run for our money at school. Like the behavior has been pretty raucous. And then I had a couple of uh, bad exchanges with people. <laughs> and um, by people, I mean, like one was like with an adult woman. And I can't even remember what the other one was now. But you're just like, ugh, you know? Um, that's the trouble with like texting and like messenger and stuff like that is that stuff gets lost, you know, like, like, like meaning or intent. And especially if like a person doesn't know you well, um, then, you know, you find yourself like in a situation where like you've said something that you think is innocuous and then the other person's kind of like, and then like maybe they didn't even mean to be rear, but you're reacting to that, what you perceive the um, meaning to be, you know? So it's, and it's so hard too, because like in this day of texting and whatever, you know, there is no like waiting around time kind of like, you know, in the olden days, like if you had something to say, <clears throat> you pick up the phone. And so you wouldn't want to have a fo- like a conversation necessarily about every dang thing. So like, maybe you don't say the thing at all and you just like wait you know, and then it goes away or your feelings change or um, a situation would organically resolve itself. But now because of like texting and everything, everything is right now. You're like, I'm feeling this way and I'm going to tell you. So um, with the one bad communication I was having, I did respond like not like defensively kind of, but not like, what the hell? Just more like, okay, you know, and then I left it alone. And then like after a couple of days, it seems to have like unraveled itself. I'll give you more on that later because it's kind of like a, a situation that is unfolding. Um, so yes, Friday night I went out, I saw Wolfie play at Joe's and I got my party on a little bit, people. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know how sometimes it's just like that. Like you're having fun. You're tired because it's Friday. And you're just like, yeah. You know? And it was it was great. Like I really needed to blow off some steam. But then yesterday, I was just like so brain damaged. You know? Like I wouldn't even say like... You know, when you talk about having a hangover, like that's a lot of things. Like you're dehydrated. Like I've been having this sinus thing going on. So like that was kind of flaring up. And um, what what I was not um, suffering from, which I normally do, is kind of like social anxiety. And what I mean by that is like really analyzing every conversation and like how was I perceived and blah, blah, blah. And my sister tells me that... That's ego when you're when you're doing that, like when you're thinking that way. And it used to happen a lot more, but maybe because I was like going out more, 
or maybe it's because I was younger. And so, you know, you're, you're more like self-centered when you're younger, where you're thinking that people are thinking about you, but really nobody is thinking about you. You know what I mean? Like everybody, especially in a situation like that, like everybody's at a bar. Like I, you know, Ray's like, hi to you. You act like you're the only person that's you know, drinking when there's like an event like this. Um, and that's just not the case. Like I, we, we all are, you know? And also I always have a lot of self-preservation in terms of like, I would, I would never like embarrass myself. So why do we do it? Why do we spend all this time kind of looking for reasons to like be hateful towards ourselves? So that kind of like leads me into my subjects for today. There's a couple of them. I really should write it down. I got to get better about it, but I'm always so busy. These, there's two things. One is that's what friends are for. And then the second one is comparison is the thief of joy. And I don't know who said that, but I think about it a lot. Let me sit down here and look out the window while I talk to you. So in the last like five hours, I had two friends contact me to be like talked off ledges. And I, I, first of all, I'm touched that I'm regarded as like a good enough friend that you can confide in me and I can make you feel better, you know? <laughs> and I'm thinking like right now, like if those people are listening, they'll be like, well, I didn't expect you to talk about it on the podcast, but I'm not saying anybody's names. And these problems my friends are having are universal. So I want to share um, what some of my thoughts on that. So my one friend, she was like having a bad body image situation. And that's what I want to talk about first. Uh, you know, as I was saying before in earlier podcasts, like, this has got to stop. You know, especially like women of my age or older or younger, I should, you know, it doesn't really matter, but I'm going to speak to like this like 40s range. You know, it's not going to get easier. We're not going get, to get like better bodies. Our faces are not going to become, you know, more youthful. I mean, even if you did stuff, like maybe you can like um, keep aging at bay for a little bit, but like it's happening, people. So, we really have to learn to shift our focus from um, like our, our vanity and instead like ex- accept ourselves. And I wish that I had, I wish that I had that ability like, you know, all along, like my whole life. And I'm, I don't have it now. I'm just saying that like, what if you just decided, you're like, well, this is the way I am. This is the way I look. And I'm going to like, not even focus on my looks so much, but instead, like, what kind of person am I? Or don't even think about yourself. Just be be externally driven, like I am doing for others. I care about others. And, and because this is how we value our friends and people in life. I mean, we're not valuing them like, you know, oh, she's so thin or she's so, she's so pretty. I do um, comment on people's beauty and, you know, physique and the way that they are. And and by physique, I mean, you know, you could be like a not thin person and have like a, like a sexy body, you know, guys. So I was, I'm reading all these books by Elizabeth Wurzel and she is most famous for the book Prozac Nation. And a friend of a friend posted that she had died from breast cancer and that like her books were something that, you know, women should read. So I'm really into the library right now. I put put aside all her books 
and I've been kind of like working through them. So Prozac Nation, I had a hard time getting into. But then she had this like little kind of like, you got this thing, girl, book, you know, I don't even remember what it was called. But it's like, um, along the same vein as uh, the Jen Sincero books, like You Are Badass. And so something that she was talking about in the book was, you, you need to embrace your beauty and the way you are like right now and stop trying to be other things. And so she was using Cher as an example. I mean, even though Cher did like all this other stuff to her face, like that was never necessary because she is Cher. And so if all of us could just kind of be like, well, this is what I look like. I've got a big butt or a pot belly and, you know, big tits and fat arms or whatever like that. Just be okay with that, you know, and because nothing is more sexy than confidence and also like our children are watching we really need to think about how we are talking about our appearance and just like our negative self-talk you would never say the things that you say to yourself to a friend you know and so let's let's get back to the the drinking thing even so like let, let's say you're having a conversation with a person and maybe um, maybe you, you took it a little too far. Like maybe you got a little too close or you revealed some information about yourself that was maybe was making the other person uncomfortable or you perceived it too, okay? So if, if a friend was telling me this and they'd be like, oh, I was talking to this person and blah, blah, blah. I would say to them, I'd be like, well, I'm sure they didn't think anything of it, first of all. And like, you know, you're great just the way you are. And like, don't worry about it. You're great. Instead of like, you're, I'm so stupid, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed, blah, blah, blah. And now you're spending like an entire day beating yourself up for like some little thing that nobody's even remembering, you know? And so that should be the same with like our bodies and, you, you know, everything else. Like you, you're doing the best you can. So give yourself a break, all right? So my one girlfriend with the, with that's having the body image, she has, um, she's fit, she's really pretty, she has a very feminine physique. She's got big boobs and like, you know, shapely legs and she always wears pumps and she looks great. And I, it you know, it hurts me for her to think about like how, how we get this way, you know? And so I use my own body image, you know, to try to like, um, you know, talk her off the ledge. Like we, we, we just have to stop. But first of all, everybody get a pen and paper, when a friend says I'm I don't I don't feel good about myself or whatever there should be no like you know half measures here the, the only thing you say is you look great okay so it, you look great you always look cute you're being too hard on yourself you know maybe compare them to somebody that is that is appealing to you you know but then the second thing we we do is we listen you know so the um so to compare ourselves to a person that is dissimilar to us is is terrible you know and I know I used the analogy before my dad the only thing like piece of encouragement he ever gave me in in that regards what, growing up he was like you can't make a chihuahua or you can't make a German shepherd into a chihuahua Heidi and he's so right I mean you would never like criticize a person or a dog be like why aren't you bigger why aren't you smaller you know um, should we be healthy and exercise and for our brains and our our fitness communities? Of course. But don't let that be the thing that you judge yourself on because you're beautiful. You're beautiful, girl. Um, and then my other friend was talking about like, you know, kind of a little more like keeping up with the Joneses. And when you live around here, 
And, you know, for my my Hinsdale listeners, I know you know. Like, if, if, you, ch- if you choose to be like, why, why don't I have so much? Like, I've done everything right and I'm still struggling, which is kind of what I was saying the other day about, like, money and first world problems and entitlement. You know, you're just going to be miserable. Like, really, let, let's all like, take a moment to count our blessings. You know, are you working? Are you healthy? Do you have cars to go to and from work? Can you pay your bills mostly? Do you have health insurance? Then, like, you're good. You know what I mean, Jellybean? Um, so I guess that's all I really have to say about that. I'm going to cut this off so I can regroup, and then I'll try to come back with a little more stuff. You guys have a great week. Talk to you soon. Bye.